absolute classic. David Bowie and Big Crosby. Singing a little drummer boy. Welcome back, everyone. This is Gameplay. I'm your host, Matthew Cause. Joining us now, a man who beats by his own drum. Oh, that was so cheesy by me. It's Wesley Chegg from TSN Edge. Oh, that stunk. That was horrible. How are you doing, Wesley? Cause I'm doing great. How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I need your help. You're a smarter fella than me. So That's, uh, overstate- me- That's an overstatement for sure. All right. Let, let me ask you a question. Um, where are the Golden State Warriors right now in the standings? Where are they in the standings? Yeah, where are they? Are, are, oh, help are, me out. Are they, are they in first? They are one game above the Oklahoma City Thunder. Hmm. And they're like in 10th place, correct? They are 11th. They're not even in the playoffs. 11th. Oh, my God. They're in 11th. Explain to me why they're barely four to one to win the West, while the Western leading Denver Nuggets are seven to one. How is Golden State still the third has the third lowest odds to win the NBA Western Conference? Well, look, they're not going to get punished for leaving a number like that there. If you want to bet the, the Warriors a four to one at your leisure, but you know, chances are they probably already have a lot of exposure to the Warriors to win the West. And then um, there's no reason to, for them to panic just yet until they figure out exactly what Curry's status is going to be when how long he returns. Because you got to remember with all of these ones, the other one that should stand out to you is also the Clippers. These are all to win the Western Conference, not to finish as the number one seed. Two Correct. very, very, very different bets. Yes, absolutely. If I bet if I looked at, yes, the highest wins, that would be very different. And I love the fact that the Clippers have the uh, – the Raptors have a better scoring differential than the Los Angeles Clippers, but the Clippers have the second shortest odds to win the West. That is the, the story of that stat. I've been yelling about it for the last couple of weeks. Vegas, FanDuel, everyone loves Kawhi Leonard. I mean, he's, he's got a track record, right, of success, you know, wherever he goes. Yep. Health, you know what? I mean, everybody knows it. It's just health. What version are we going to get from him come April? And to be honest, I don't think anybody actually knows the answer. And yet, the second lowest odds to win it all. Um, big picture, and again, joining Wesley Chang from TSN Edge. How, and with something we've talked about before, but I can make the case for nine, maybe ten NBA teams could win the NBA championship, and it would not get laughed out of the room. How much is all this parity impacting betting? I like the good old days. Actually, I hate the good old days. But in the good old days, you could just money line, parlay it up, and feel pretty good about your bets on a night-in, night-out basis. Yeah, I know you love the parity, cause, and you know I'm with you there. It's exciting, man. Like you talk, like let's look at the Western Conference. You know, the Nuggets, like you said, they're in first. They're tied with the Grizz for first, but one through ten, like every play-in team and above are separated by four games. Yeah. So literally, like, you know, the the T-Wolf can go on a little hot streak here, and literally by the end of January, they could literally be ahead and number one in the Western Conference. Um, I mean, the Celtics, right? They've been on a pretty massive slump, and now all of a sudden, Cleveland's a half game behind them. Bucks are in first. And then those pesky Nets, they're right there. 
They're literally two and a half games out of being the number one seed in the East. So it's wacky, and it's been really hard to bet. I don't think it's been easy at all. Um, it's not as obvious, I guess, when you talk about money lines. But, you know, um, if you can pick your matchups that you like particularly, especially some road-away data, I think there's opportunities. But uh, I don't think picking sides in the NBA has been easy at all this year. No, I, th- I think it's been I think it's been incredibly difficult. And as much as we love Milwaukee, they lose by 41 the other night to Memphis. And Chris Middleton's health is going to be an issue for the entire year. So even them, you can't 100% trust, even though you want to trust in the Bucks. You mentioned the Nets, and you tweeted out about this: the Kevin Durant MVP odds from 25 to one to 12 to one. Could it be that if he can get the Brooklyn Nets top three, top two, and put up incredible numbers, could that be enough to get voters to forget about what Kevin Durant tried to pull off this summer? Okay, so I, I got a press. I also wrote an article about Nikola Jokic and his MVP odds. Oh, we'll do that make next. No- yeah, so I got to make it known to the public. Right? I don't control, obviously, I don't control any of these odds, but it is wild to me that one blowout win over the Warriors can slice somebody like Kevin Durant's MVP odds in half. I, I, I still am flabbergasted by it. Like, I'm, I'm just not qualified enough to know exactly how they priced that out because it's not like he had a huge line either. It's, it was the result. They scored 90, what, 93, 91 points in the first half. So that was crazy. Yeah. Um, but Kevin Durant has all of this negative goodwill out there. Everyone kind of beats up on him in social media. But he's the top, he's the top, he's got the top field goal percentage of all the players scoring 30 points or more. And crazily, at this stage in the season, there's seven of them. Um, You look at a lot of the advanced metrics, he's right there at the top. Uh, I think the fact that Brooklyn is now, you know, well, a seven game win streak, the best win streak in the NBA, the fact that they're creeping right back up to the number one seed, you're kind of putting to bed all of that weird stuff that happened right around Steve Nash's firing and Kyrie's suspension. If they go on a run here, so I I mentioned they got two big games coming up. If they beat Milwaukee and Cleveland back-to-back, which is what's next on the schedule, that shoots them right up, that shoots them right up to the two seed, and then it's a four-way fight for the top of the Eastern Conference. So uh, not that crazy to me for it to happen. And if that scenario plays out over the next, what, five, seven days, Kevin Durant will inevitably inevitably be part of the conversation. And he deserves to be. It's just people hate him. (laughs) Right. Well, sports hate. I sports hate Kevin Durant. I don't Mm -hmm. actually hate him Mm -hmm. as a – I don't actually hate him as an individual, as a a private citizen. But sports hate, oh, it's high for Kevin Durant. Oh, yeah, Um, exactly. Yeah. Hell yeah. Wesley, more likely to happen. Kyrie Irving is named the NBA Finals MVP or Kyrie becomes the new CEO for Twitter. More likely to happen. Uh, he could be Finals MVP. It's not out of the realm of possibility for sure. If the Nets actually get there, like Kyrie is very capable of having like these explosive scoring nights. So, uh, yeah. Slight edge we'll, on the we'll MVP over Twitter CEO. Okay. Well, okay. We'll put the we'll put the uh, we'll, we'll we'll put the the Twitter CEO. We'll get that out. Like we'll leave that one. We'll leave that one on the sideline there, cause. <laughs> you, 
Jokic the other night, 13-13-13 and 13, as the Nuggets beat the Memphis Grizzlies. And the funny thing is, if he had two more rebounds and one less assist, we wouldn't be talking about it as much. But everyone in sports, we love the numbers. And it was just such a quirky line that Jokic had the other night. Um, the question I have is, how much better does his numbers have to be from everyone else to win a third MVP because no one wants to vote a guy three times in a row? Well, here, so this, this is the argument. Do you think the NBA would allow someone like Nikola Jokic to achieve a feat that not even LeBron James or Michael Jordan was able no. to do? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. They gave it to Carl Malone. They gave one to Derrick Rose. Like, uh, you know, there's, there's all these things. No, no. They won't do it. I it just it would take so, so much. So I went through this exercise with my team, and then I, I wrote in an article on TSN.ca. Here's my criteria. This is what I think has to happen. Denver can't just be the number one seed in the West. They have to finish the season with the league's best record. That's criteria one. Yeah. Number two, I think he actually has to average a triple-double. And then number three, he's at twenty four point seven. He's at twenty four point seven points per game right now. Yeah, he has to get above twenty seven, which is what he scored last year. Right now, if he can check all three of those boxes, which isn't crazy, it's, it could happen. If he gets all three of those check boxes, then I think it does become a very fair argument. But even in that situation, listen to how outrageous some of those asks are. I think it has to be that way because. The, the precedent is they wouldn't let LeBron do it. They wouldn't let Michael do it. If, yeah. if they're, if they're going to kind of, and they did it to Michael twice, if they're going to block them twice from having a three-peat, no one's done it since Larry Bird, they better be damn sure Nikola Jokic is that much better of a player than everyone else in his era right now. And I think the truth is, you ask any NBA fan, he is not that superior to his peers um, in this generation of players. No, he's not. By the way, though, asking a center to average 10 or more assists is crazy, but he's at 9.2 now. And the funny thing is, just from a basketball point of view, the Denver Nuggets are probably better if Jokic is averaging 10 assists but under 25 points because that means everyone else around him is oh, doing Oh, for sure. More. Now, I'm with you yeah. there 100%. And this is all without Michael Porter Jr., who yeah. has been injured for shocking. quite a bit of time. So oh, he would shocking. Hit, he would hit a ton, yeah, he would hit a ton of bu- he would hit a ton of buckets off of Jokic yeah. passes, right? So yeah. I mean ten assists is not crazy, I'd say, for Jokic. It's not. It's not. By the way, Michael Porter being healthy is crazy. Um, you, <laughs> yeah. you, you, you tweeted out about how the Raptors' recent losing streak certainly wasn't great for you or any of your picks. Um, I, I'm wondering from a betting perspective, what has the last couple of weeks been when it comes to trying to figure out the Raptors? And at least last night, I, I got both right. I said the Knicks would, uh, the Raptors would beat the Knicks, and I took Siakam over 32.5 points and rebounds. A pretty easy night for me. Yeah, hasn't been a good stretch, cause <laughs> hasn't been good. <laughs> you know, we go on the broadcast. We gotta have you know Raptors team positive bets we put out there for the audience. Yeah. Um, you know, can you imagine if we just threw out four or five same game parlays in a row that are all fading the Raps? We'd get oh. a we get a very quick call from Raptors yeah. PR yeah. to ask us what are we doing over here at the uh, <laughs> the TSN network. So. Uh, yeah, it hasn't been good cause, all right? I'm not going to lie, but we threaded the needle with one last night. We were able to get it done, and the Raptors obviously got on the windshield, which is the most important um, narrative. So hopefully this 
kind of fixes everything. But hey, that game tomorrow is not going to be any easier than last night. So um, they got to keep right at it. Can't celebrate for too long. Nope. And uh, it was a hell of, by the way, just I, I think my, from a, a fantasy standpoint, what stood out for me, it's not just getting 52 points and only missing eight shots. It's 18 trips to the free throw line. Oh, you love to see it. You love to see it. That's, I mean, like, let alone from a fantasy standpoint, like, that's what the Raptor, like, a ra- the superstar of this team who is supposed to be our, like, bucket getter, you have to show an ability to get to the free throw line. That's what all the superstars in the league are capable of doing. Um, so the fact that he got up to a season-high 18 free throws, excellent sign, and hopefully that can carry forward. On the other side, Scotty Barnes last night represented the 10th game in 28 that it sees he has had zero free throws. Of those 28 games, 19 of them, he said two or fewer. If I want to look at the number one thing that's uh, just sort of bummed me out about this year, and I got, I got plenty of faith still in Scotty Barnes, good guy, hard worker, great coaching staff around him, but his, his 57 minutes without a free throw and the lack of free throw attempts, that's the one that kind of makes me the most nervous. Yeah, I think offensively you're seeing there's kind of a, there's a little bit, been a little bit of regression actually from last season, which is tough to watch. Um, but for me, it's the defensive side. Like, you know, your shot's not going down. You're not figuring out how to get your buckets. That's no excuse to have defensive lapses. That's actually exactly what you're supposed to do when your shot's not going down. You know, yeah. you don't, we, we like, you know, the Hito Terkelu days, ball, right? Like, there's only uh, one ball to go around the floor on the offensive end. So, if his shot's not working for him, like, pick it up defensively. That's an, like, a very easy way to impact winning. And, uh, I thought that was actually the part of his game, uh, that looked worse last night than the poor shooting. And it directly correlates why Nick Nurse pulled him in the fourth. And honestly, that was a great call by Nurse. Yep, absolutely. Hey, always a great call when we get the chance to chat. Check it as work at tsn.ca slash edge. It is Wesley Chang. Wesley, happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you and your uh, now expanded family. All the best. <laughs> God, have, uh, have your holidays. Merry Christmas, sir. Right, take care. Right back at you. That is Wesley Chang from TSN Edge.